Hey guys, I'm Eyal Booker. You are watching Lekker TV with Benny. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now I need to get my uh, professional face on. Hi guys, I'm Benny. This is our first ever Lekker TV, where I'll be talking to the best people in the world, like Eyal, <laughs> to get you some advice on how to avoid that nine till five you don't want. So, Eyal, you're my first guy, so it's got to be a 10 out of 10 interview. Thanks for having me. I'm very <laughs> Any, Anytime. Eyal, can you tell us a bit about your life over the last few years and how it's been and what's happened just quickly? So my life over the last few years has been pretty crazy. I guess people would probably um, know me from Love Island. And that was my step into, I guess, this reality, social media kind of fame world um before that i was modeling i was doing really well that was great but i guess love island um pushed me into everyone's faces into the (laughs) went on love island crazy experience great experience forever grateful for it came off there saying i'd never do another dating show again went straight (laughs) on to let's go dating (laughs) he's a man of his word yeah (laughs) last words um that was that was a cool experience as well it was a lot celebs go dating was actually a lot more kind of real in a sense that you know i wasn't stuck with that person for however long i would be i could go home think about that and them and then kind of assess the situation from there i then went on a show called celebs on the ranch me learning to be a cowboy in Arizona, which was actually the best show I've ever filmed. Um, And um, done a bunch of other chat shows and like kind of comedy sketch shows and stuff like that. And then finally did Celebrity X Factor, which was, um, I never, did I ever see myself on X Factor? No, but deep down, did I always want to go on X Factor? Yeah, because who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, can I just say, Many, many years ago, I remember when you were in that group and Soft came home when she was a teenager, my sister, because she's friends with the Yale in the same year. Um, and she showed me a video of your group singing and said, look at this uh, new group of people I know out of London. <laughs> and yeah, then you did a, fun, a celebrity X Factor. Exactly. Um, and yeah, just kind of do the whole social media stuff, um, influencing and I've got a fitness platform where I help people sorry the bins have just come don't worry don't worry the bins they've got (laughs) men in LA just like Manchester (laughs) Um, I do online coaching where I help people kind of achieve their fitness goals and Mm. um, get mentally strong and fit and you know just do little bits here and there so can you compare what you were doing before you were in the public eye to what it's like now do you think you would have carried on the the modeling and just stuck with that you know before I was modeling I was trying to become a model but I wasn't really getting anywhere for a good year and a half and I was working as an estate agent part-time and that was um that was an interesting experience you know it was quite fun and I enjoyed it but it was definitely very structured you know like 8am you had to be at the office finish up 5 6pm um go home see you the next day yeah which is what we don't want we don't want the structure look I think we don't all want structure but struck I still have structure in my life even though it's kind of chopping and changing I try and create my own structure because it gives me a sense of 
like just clarity and yeah, of course um, but for me I didn't you know modeling was amazing and I loved it but I always wanted to let people know who I was and so my chance to go on TV and go on Love Island was me being you know look I'm not just some one-dimensional model who doesn't have a brain cell inside his head I'm actually a person and you know I'd like to think I've got a bit of depth well yeah me. exactly but that's nice to show because I love fashion I hope you can tell a lot of people in the fashion world are I don't know um it can be very sort of one-dimensional, as you said, and I think if you've got a chance to show another aspect of your personality, which is what I want to do because I want to be a TV presenter, I think you should always grab that with both hands and take that opportunity. For sure. Yeah, we could start going deep already, but um, I think, sorry, this dog is barking and it's annoying me. Lady! <laughs> um, Fine, it was staying in for the bloopers up there. Yeah. <laughs> Lady, stop it. Um, you know... I've always dreamed of achieving big things and wanting to chase my dreams and follow my dreams. And I was lucky enough that my parents gave me the confidence to go and do that, but also be realistic, you know? So when I wanted a model and I was modeling, my mum was like, look, you need to get a part-time job because if modeling doesn't work, then you need that security in your life. Definitely. And as soon as modeling started to take off, then she was like, look, fair enough, you're earning money, you're supporting yourself. So now if you want to kind of stop that part-time job and focus all your attention on modeling, now that you know that it, there's possibility of it continuing to carry you further, then go for it. Definitely. And I think dreaming big, but also being realistic, uh, two of the things that you've got to do and also working fucking hard. Like, I, yes, it's not a nine to five job and yes, you're not sat at a desk, but in personally, I believe you have to work harder because you've got to have self-discipline and motivation to get up every oh. morning and oh. get ahead of the game. Mm. So how are, you getting, how are you getting ahead of the game? I work fucking hard. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that's a nice cycle. Get ahead of the game by working hard. <laughs> I yeah, you know, like I wake up early. Yeah. I make sure that you're never too big to reach out to people and to send emails and to create opportunity for yourself. And I think that's sometimes where people get it twisted after they've come off a bunch of reality shows like I have, you know, and I've got agents and I've got managers and I've got people that work for me and with me, but I also want to take control of my own life and make sure Definitely. I'm Definitely. Yeah, you don't, want to, you don't want to become a pawn, which is, there's a lot of potential for that to happen. In, this, in reality, TV, sure. I it's think. It's so easy for it to happen. And mm. it's, it would, my life would be so much easier if I sat back, didn't have a care in the world and let my managers just do their thing. But they would only get me so far. And then I'd kick myself later thinking, yeah. oh, you know, what if I did this? Should I have done this? Whereas actually, if I put in 100%, if I do all the things I want to do, then I only have myself to blame and to know that I tried my best and it didn't work. Definitely. No, that's a really good answer, to be fair. I think a lot of people involved in that industry should have that autonomy. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, Eyal, best and worst thing about being in the public eye. Again, this relates back to my sister. Um, I saw you um, at one of your Christmas parties. There was a little bit of Kanye Sunday service, which uh, is pretty iconic. 
and would be a dream of mine if you ever want to sort me out um, and <laughs> for the day service uh, ticket. But tell me what's um, been the best and worst thing about being in the public eye. Um, I'm going to start with the worst thing about being in the public eye and then we'll end on the best. I think the worst thing about being in the public eye is the preconceived perceptions that people have on you and the um, misinterpretations that um, a certain edit or a show might allow people to think about you because I think you've got to take those things with a pinch of salt. You know, you're, you're, you're being edited into, yes, it's you, but it's a very cut up version of you. And also the fact that people think that they really know me and what I'm about and they've come to this conclusion when actually when they meet me I think it's two very different things and so I think people love to assume people love to hate on people that are in the public eye and that that are becoming successful and I just think it's you know it's it can be quite draining and like tough at times but you develop a thick skin and as you know, I'm not going to let anyone decide my destiny for me. So you just got to keep yeah. pushing on. We're going we're gonna to talk more about that later, just about what the public's perception can be like and, and how you're meant to deal with it and stuff. But go and move on to the, the best thing. For me, the best thing is the opportunities that I've had in order to, you know, really inspire and help people and just grow as a person mm-hmm. and do the things that I've wanted to do. You know, I went to the Philippines with the charity and raised awareness for um, people who had their whole livelihoods and homes destroyed because of a typhoon. And I've got to work with amazing charities to raise money and help young people and I get to use my platforms to you know spread my message and try and motivate people and drive people to be the best versions of themselves and I've got to work with amazing brands and go to incredible places to film shows and I met my girlfriend because she saw me on the show that I was on and (laughs) I've got to travel and live life and I'm forever grateful for taking that leap of faith into the unknown and having so many opportunities. Okay, so the, the best outweighs the worst um, aspect, would you say? Okay, oh, look, that's good news. <laughs> so on, in a different life, what would you have liked to do? In a different life, what would I have liked to do? What would you have liked to do? Because right now what you're doing, it's very unique, but say it was more of a, a typical life what do you think you would have liked to do would you have carried on with the modeling uh, would you become a full-time estate agent <laughs> I would have and I'm still not ruling this out but potentially gone down like the life coach route yeah and tried to um become a life coach and coach younger teens in just you know that are somewhat struggling or lacking self-confidence or don't know their path in life and just try and help and guide them yeah, perfect. We love that. And that actually, again, follows on to what I'm saying next. Just before we move on to the feature, what's the mental support like in the reality world? Because it has become a, a big topic of conversation now. So honestly, how in these shows, how are they? Um, so, they help you if you need it. Yeah. But I always, I, I put it like this, you know, if you're doing a job and you leave that job, do they check on you six months later and say, hey, man, how are you doing? How are you holding up? Not really. Yeah. And at the end of the day, everyone is doing a job. And mm. 
in the reality world, it's a lot better than in any other working world because they do check on you and they do check in and they do make sure you're doing okay. But fundamentally for me, I've never really needed their support because I'm lucky enough and so fucking lucky, but I've got an amazing family and incredible friends around me that have always supported me, shielded me, pick me up when I'm down and notice when I'm not yeah. being like that. Yeah. And if someone's going into reality TV, my only advice is make sure that you keep the people around you that have been there from the start that truly know you and care for you and don't push them out once you get a bit of fame. Um, and yeah. a few followers on Instagram. No, I agree. Because I'm all about the family. I'm yeah. all about the family. I think that is amazing though, because... Um, at the end of the day, the person that you're going to be in contact with the most are going to be your family because you're right, someone's doing a good job. They're not going to stick, stick by you for six months, a year after, but family's always there. Everyone's family circumstances are different. And if it's not your family, then it's some close friends that you have. And I just, you can't really rely on anyone else besides your family. And it's not because, you know, these TV shows and companies and channels are doing anything wrong because they're not. But nobody can really prepare you for the fame and the kind of public opinion until you're thrusted into it. And yeah. if you don't have people around you that protect you and look out for you and just care for you, then I can imagine it's a really difficult place to be. Yeah, definitely. But you know what? When I was doing some research for the next bit on you and I typed in your name on Twitter, a Sky News article came up saying nothing can actually prepare you for the fame until you've experienced it. And I, I, I truly believe that. I have a million meetings with people saying, you know, this is, this is how it's going to be. You know, you're going to get this many followers. You're going to, mm. like, the Daily Mail are going to write about you every day and all of this, yeah. and they might say some nice things. But until you see it published yeah. about you and, and read those words, then then it's not real. And all I can say is I don't read the press, you know? Like, yeah, yeah if, I, if I see that there's an article on me, like I'll skim it, I'll see what the pictures are saying because, you know, because <laughs> my, my outfit looks sick and how they got my shoes on. <laughs> of course, of course. But, but besides that, I don't read what they're saying because yeah. it's, it's bullshit. <laughs> and it's someone that's just there assuming mm. the majority of it. Yeah, and there's no facts within it. Definitely, but you know what? You've covered the background on yourself perfectly. Very honest portrayal of what it's like for you over the past few years. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't change it. it and, no, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Look, you've always stood out. Look, I'm not a big that like, follower of it. I follow it, all the reality stuff, and I know what's going on. Uh, but it's nice to see someone staying quiet, true to themselves for once, instead of just being... That's the, that's, that was the goal, you know, but it wasn't yeah. always that easy. And I lost myself after mm. Love Island for a good amount of time. But mm. again, luckily, I've got people around me and myself that allowed me to kind of find myself again and remember who I was. Yeah, definitely. So, Eyal, thank you for some honest background on yourself. Uh, now I'm going to move on to the Lekker TV feature, which is something I'm going to be doing with every guest, which I think is going to be entertaining for everyone watching. This is to do with social media. Obviously, you're very involved in social media, and we just discussed it can be quite dark sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but I put together a nice, light-hearted, funny little task for you. Okay. And it's basically... Is this about you? So 
I typed in some stuff that might be about you. I might have used your name or might have typed in some other random words to see what I could find. And you just got to tell me if this is about you. So when I pause, that will be the name that's used. First, okay. one's e- first one's easy and it's pretty iconic, which was my favourite moment that I okay. think I've rewinded many times. It's on Twitter, okay. Head is empty except for from Love Island saying, and I was like, raw over and over. <laughs> I think, who's that about? Is that about you? That's about me. That Spoiler. was, it was iconic. So that was from Sarah. Uh, that was about you. I couldn't <laughs> believe you. I said raw. And it's like, <laughs> I used to love that word. It was, I, it was iconic. I was with all my mates and we, we were pissing ourselves. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Um, right, next one. <laughs> Thinking about, one sec, I can't try to think how to say this because it's got a little S on the end. I'll say someone. Thinking about someone's short, pretty, curly hair. Is that about you? I'm going to say no. You're right. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to, go on. Because I, I don't think they would describe me as like short, pretty, curly hair. There, no. was, a, there was another girl with curly hair. Yeah. It's not all about Love Island, it's actually, I just uh, typed it in, it's in a random okay, world. No, it's not about no, me. No. Okay, so it is actually about Loki from the Avengers, from a Loki okay. fan. <laughs> when you had short hair for a bit. Okay, look, you're two, you're two up, so you're on 100% so far. Right, this one, I love, this was my favourite one that I found. <laughs> Hi, and there's a name. You do not know how happy your fans are for your birthday. You are a great singer, and your goal is to make your fans happy. Happy birthday, hero man. <laughs> I'm, I'm say yes. Oh, no. No. Oh, it's, it's about Zayn Malik from, oh. from Sanya. <laughs> uh, do, do, do you think they watch Celebrity X Factor? <laughs> that was my favourite one. I was pissing myself again. Right, another one. Okay, you two up, one, one down. Can't wait to not understand any of the Love Island tweets. Still don't know what an is. That, that's not about me. Yeah, it is. It is. No one under no no one understands your name. Can't wait uh, to, to not understand any of the Love Island tweets. Still don't know what an AL is. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so that's from Dean. Okay. Right. And now the last, the last, actually no. Second to last one. You're I can't remember how many up you are. I think you're two up, two down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. okay, right. If you look like from Love Island UK season four, my DMs are open. Now, if I say yes, I'm going to look like I'm fucking... Right, I, right, right. Everyone watching, I, I chose the tweets. Uh, just give me your honest opinion because you've not said this about yourself. But just tell me your honest answer. I, you know, I'd like to think so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> so that, was from, that was from low. <laughs> yeah. No, look, you have to answer me honestly. You've not chosen the question. Yeah. I'm, I'm not yes. here to make you look up your own ass. We're here for... Three up, two down, I'm winning. Right, 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 yeah, the last one I loved as well. Right. I met him in 2018. He dismounted his bike, (laughs) so I was standing there. I patted him on the back and said, good afternoon, and then there's a name. He replied in something that certainly wasn't English. Not unfriendly, though. (laughs) 
Sounds like something I would do. Yeah. As in, I would stop and just get off my bike and say hello, but I would reply in English. So that's yeah. Not no. So it was actually about Boris Johnson from Bertweezy Bathurst, the name Fred. <laughs> look, look, you did well, I think. I think you did well. The fa- my favourite answer, answer was the Zayn Malik one when you thought it was about you. I love that one. <laughs> maybe, maybe one direction, one, one time in the future. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Never know. I, got I, I got four. I got huh? four. You got four, you smashed it. But that's the end of the little Lekka feature. Thank you, Ayal, again. But now this is the whole point of the channel, what we're moving on to, which is the advice for young people. And you've lived a very atypical, unique life, and you are still doing that. So I'm just going to ask you some questions, which will hopefully inspire younger people and give them more of an honest perspective on what they want to do. So first question is, what would you say, honestly, to a young person who dreams to be a reality TV star? Because it's not really that likely. What would I say to a young person that dreams to be a reality TV star? I would say, honestly, go for it. Like, go for it. Give it your best shot. Um, there's there's a lot of shows out there. And, it, you know, if you're a good person and you've got charisma about you and you're willing to, you know, be honest about who you are and not hold anything back, then <laughs> then it might very well be for you. But, you know, I think make sure that you use it as a stepping stone and you're like, to get on Love Island, for say, isn't the be all and end all of Thank your you. life. I think so. And a lot of people need to hear that, I think. Yeah. And I, I think, just, yeah, that's perfect. I, there's, I went on Love Island because I was single. I was open to finding love. I could see what the show was doing. And I thought, you know what? A couple of months potentially in the sunshine with new people on a TV show, an experience that I've never done. Why wouldn't I do it? But why not? I think so was ready to start working as soon as I came off and really start grinding and also was prepared to go in there for a day and be kicked out and go back to my normal life and, mm-hmm. and you know do what I do and so just be realistic and yeah. also remember that you know TV is an obscured vision of reality exactly and it ties into what you were saying at the start as well about how your family tried to keep you in check when you just started doing the modelling and you had that part-time job. You're not in control of the edit, so just remember that. Exactly, exactly. Right, social media is a big part of reality TV and Love Island Afterlife. What would you say to a young person about the use of social media? Because honestly, I really hate my phone at the minute and I leave it upstairs for many hours of the day. I think social media is incredible because it's one of the most powerful tools in order to communicate, in order to reach people all over the world, in order to market yourself, products, everything. But I think it's used very recklessly by people and people don't know how heavy their words can be sometimes. And um, I think social media was created as an incredible tool in the 21st century to allow people to really communicate and showcase their lives but has now been used as a way to attack people and um like just try and 
break people down and it's a cowardly way of doing things you know and I I'm able to separate myself away from my reality and social media and again you know I read through comments but I don't really read through them I'm also not scared I'm not scared like I've blocked motherfuckers left right and centre if I need to (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand people that expose themselves to it Look, I know it's not the, the place of someone on the other side of the screen To pick up their phone and abuse them But if someone like yourself then put, just put yourself through that torture And then read through everything sure. I think that's a good attitude Just You can just deal it with sure. If your comment's going to get me down and, and hits a nerve and, you know, it makes me question who I am because of a throwaway comment that you just wanted to get a bit of attention, then I'm going to block you and I'm not going to lose any sleep over it at night because exactly. I, this is my page and I'm allowing you to have access to it. If you take the piss or if you want to be a horrible person, then go find someone else's page and don't have access to my page because really it's a community and I want to create a community yeah. of nice people. <laughs> so what would you say to young people trolling on the internet? In my own words, I would say to them, find something much more productive and self-beneficial to do with your time. So if you had one statement just to say to a young person trolling on the internet now, what would it be? <sighs> Mine's going to be a little bit different and it's going to be like evidently there's something about your own life or yourself that you're not happy with and and you're taking it out on other people and just think for a minute if you put that energy into trying to better yourself and the way that you think and feel then maybe you're going to want to spread love and and support instead of bitterness and hate for someone that you don't really fully know exactly I found it bizarre that people actually invest so much. I just, yeah, but people <laughs> also don't know the weight of their words. They think because they're a million miles away and they're writing something, it's not going to affect anyone. Mm. When, truth be told, and we've seen it, sadly, but truthfully, it can it can really fuck people up. Yeah, of course. Of course. Look, what you've just said then, I echo that a lot because what we've seen, it's become way more of a thing recently and it's been way more spoken about but it's it's happened throughout sort of the duration that the internet's been around that people have used it and it's had negative effects on people so sure yeah it is true though that people use it to sort of make up for the shortcomings in themselves yeah, they mask yeah. you know, they mask their own the way that they're feeling with hate towards other people and it's it goes throughout history and um you know in every aspect of life and yeah. people have always been the same social media has just made it so much easier to hate yeah exactly read yeah. just hateful messages mm. so you told me that you want to be a life coach that would be that would be one of your dreams and it may still happen so this last question on advice for young people I think it's basically your CV (laughs) because it really ties in with that how would you advise a young person to look after their mental health during the pandemic especially in the UK where um it's in winter months now yeah Um, so how would you you know, it's not for everyone, but fitness is is my remedy. It always has been. Um, I'll, I'll tag it. I'll tag um, your fitness page. Yeah, it? but Go not. On. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tag it away. Um, 
is, you know, a lot, there's a lot spoken about meditation and meditation is um, switching your mind off from all its thoughts and only focusing on one thing and fitness allows me to do that. Mm. Um, so I find that working out is my meditation, reading books, you know, I love self-help books and I know it sounds a bit cliche and cringy, but I have read some of the most incredible books that have transformed my life and trusting in you know, I am a spiritual person and trusting in the universe or a higher power or if you're religious into your God or whatever it is that you believe and letting go of the things that you can't control and only controlling the things that you can um, is is going to really benefit you in life. And we all, mental health is like our physical health. It fluctuates and it comes and goes. But if you know what gets you into a good headspace, then do that and don't neglect that. Whether that is sitting in bed all day and watching Netflix because you're not feeling so good and you want to feel better, whether that's going for a run or walk or a workout, whether that's reading a book, painting, I don't know, dancing around your kitchen. But if there is something that you know makes you feel good, then do it for yourself because you owe it to yourself. Well, get your life coach license. I think you've earned it there. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, that was that was a great, um, sorry. That was a great answer, honestly, because I interviewed a band the other month and they were saying that so many people are tweeting them saying, oh, I bet you're making your next album or this, and they've just been on tour basically all around North America. And they said, Benny, honestly, we've realised during the pandemic, it's okay to actually do nothing and you shouldn't feel guilty for doing nothing because everyone made this thing that you've got to be ultra productive in all this spare time but if it if you're putting pressure on yourself to do that it's gonna have an opposite effect 100 percent. you know i made i actually made an igtv about it during the first lockdown in the uk all i was seeing was you know completed this workout i've finished this course i've read this book i've done this i've done that look at me i'm the big fucking savior of the world and now i've <laughs> re-educated my whole mind and it's like one I don't believe half of you and two just stop putting so much pressure on everyone to to you know do something that they've never done before whilst the world is up in the air and there's a virus going around that's killing people and there's a global pandemic in a in a way that we've never seen it before so like it's okay to just chill for a couple of days and then get back on track <laughs> exactly. If, you know, exactly if that's what you need for yourself exactly look on that note i think it's perfect to finish so much for having uh, yeah. you. well that was the first ever Lekker TV with me, Benny, and my guest, Eyal. Thank you for being my first one. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, look, oh, thank you for being honest. I think people should really take your words with a lot of weight and literally listen. Wait. Yeah, because I think you've been very honest and from your position, it's it's nice for you to open up and expose other people to what you're really thinking, definitely. Well, I appreciate you having me. Thank you. And the advice for young people, again, the honesty, it really shone through. So thank you very much, bro. This has My been pleasure. this has been Lekka TV. Thank you, y'all. I've been Benny. I've Lekka. Seen <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let me get off record.